1: Good morning. Good morning, Debbie. I want to make sure my settings are all... It seems like it's all fine. (laughs) Okay. Okay. How are you? Other than trying to get your sentence right. Well, I don't know. Um, I have been, the last several mornings, uh, been contractor Debbie. So I've got this big, huge project. So I'm managing... All of the subcontractors. This is the new shop that's opening. Yeah, all the guys are doing the work, so I'm here and there and making sure this guy's doing that and that, you know. Yeah. So um, I don't have time to dress up all pretty like you. Well, you do look beautiful. Uh, You do look beautiful. I did put a little teeny bit of eye makeup on so I don't look like death. (laughs) But <laughs> other than that, oh my gosh, what a what a world we're living in right now. Let's just breathe yeah. and let's just you know the world is is nutty right yeah. now. It's yeah. it's I'm I can't watch the news. I I started yesterday morning. I got up and there were the images of war that just I if I sit there and watch it, it destroys me. Yeah and. I cry a lot over the loss of people that I don't know, yeah. but it's, with whom
0: I can identify. It's, you know,
1: it's horrific, and I don't know one person on the planet who wouldn't say otherwise. You know, I think I don't think any of us know what the heck to do. It's yeah. just, it's terrible, yeah. and it's. Ta- I mean, it, I was thinking, you know, here we are. We're coming out of this pandemic. That has been this oppressive dark cloud Mm -hmm. over the whole planet. Mm -hmm. And honestly, this thing feels worse to me almost. Yeah, of course. I mean. Of course, because in the pandemic, there was, although
0: we were so out of control um, and we were beholden to whatever the health agencies and, you know and the government and the doctors were telling us to do. At the same time we had some ownership and some exactly. you know ab- ability to make decisions exactly. to protect ourselves and our family. Exactly. You know, and exactly. we knew how to do that and we were given the tools. And in this instance we're, yeah, we're SOL. I uh-huh. mean, we just, we are. we're sitting ducks, kind of, yeah. and we're, and now we, we can't do anything about the price of gas. You know, we can complain and we can say that we think that we know and we can call people names and right. we can point fingers at this, you know, president and that ex-president or whatever we want to do. Yeah. But the truth of the matter is, is that we
1: are don't have any control over this situation. Right. And it's it's very scary. Well, and, and I, I'll say, too, I mean, and again, I'll be the first to admit that I don't know the particulars of politics. I'm, you know, I'm probably under-informed. I should take the time to be more informed. But the little bits that I do see, I see the, the two parties kind of coming together a little bit more. A little bit, yeah. And there it seems to be a little bit more unity you know and i think you know having this global threat again it it reminds me a little bit of 911 mm-hmm. and the country kind of came together and you know that that's my hope is that our country and our two very divided parties can maybe come together and can maybe see eye to eye on some things and have an understanding that humanity is is we're all, we're all in this together people we're right. all the, the same we all Bleed red blood. I mean, well, and you know what's so
0: interesting about the pandemic is that so many Americans were just yelling, you know, we want our freedoms back. We want our freedoms back. And so, you know, they're like, we live in America. We don't have to get a vaccine. We don't have to wear masks. Right. We right. don't have, you know. And it's all about freedom, freedom, freedom. And with it seemed so many people had so little concern for our brothers and sisters around the world who were dying right. of COVID right. because they had no access to medical care. And they had no access to, you know, to the vaccine. And they had no access access to the information. And now, you know, now come to this situation, it's, and suddenly... And suddenly, people's tunes are changing. Pe- people's tunes are changing, exactly, because they see how very connected the world actually is, okay. and so now they're not screaming about their own personal freedom, they're screaming about the global community coming together to end this.
1: Right. I think it's... I I think it's interesting, I do... And like I said, I mean, you know, for me, it's it's I have a hard time separating out, you know, that situation. And that's this looming thing. And then all the things that I have to do to get my little business together. And it it makes me feel like what I'm doing feels insignificant. Honestly, right. it, I it, it's hard for me to enjoy the process of starting up you know location number 2 when people are dying and it, it's just it's i mean i don't know yeah we didn't come here to talk about all this because no. we can't fix it but and and, but. and we're not experts in it so no, it's no. it's
0: a little bit irresponsible to even give Too many opinions. I think that's one of the challenges with social media is that everybody's got an opinion. Right. You know. What is is the saying? We all. all, It's like buttholes. We all. (laughs) 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 Um, But we, you know, all that we can give is our opinion. And that's not necessarily fair. Right. Um, Right. But what can.
1: And our our feelings about it.
0: Right. (laughs) But (laughs) what we can do is try to make our own little corner
1: of the world a better place. And that's what you're doing. And that is what I'm trying to do. So and I have to stay in that moment because that's all I got. Yeah, you know I gotta stay in the moment, in the present of what, you know I'm doing, and same with you, and that's really all we can do. I mean, um, I'm part of Rotary Club, and um, I if people do want to donate money to the causes in Ukraine, uh, doing it through Rotary is a good and safe way to do it. I don't have that information with me right this second, but last night I was on a meeting, and. I feel confident that if I did give to a, a, you know, world organization to help Ukraine, that through Rotary, I would know my money was going yeah. to that cause. And I know that there are other places, too.
0: Well, and to that end, no matter where you're at, mm-hmm. you know, if even if you're not here in the Central Valley in California, uh, it, there's Rotaries there's in rotar- your community. Yeah, there's Rotary so International. reach and,
1: out. And there is a way that you can donate and, and help. It may not feel significant, but any amount at this point, I think, would help. There's food shortages and hospitals. thing. I mean, it's just... Ugh. Right. And I... Yeah. Anyway. Let's not... Let, we cannot talk about it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I just...
0: We've talked before about the, the vessel with which you deliver truth in, mm-hmm. in this world. And so many of us... Are are searching for the truth, mm-hmm. whether it's a spiritual truth or a truth about the, the pandemic or a truth about our government officials. I mean, what we all want is truth. And the way so many of us find truth is by going into Facebook. you know Facebook. <laughs> well, and we go into these very easily curated um rooms mm-hmm. if you will yeah. and we and we we put up the bunker and we stay in our curated rooms and we believe that what we're getting in those rooms is actual truth. And I saw, I don't know if I talked about this last week. I'm I'm so sorry if, if I did and I'm speaking again, but it's just been it's just been tugging at my heart. And that is that I saw this woman on the news who was a Russian woman in Russia, being interviewed by a news person, and he was asking her, What do you think of, you know, President Putin attacking Ukraine? And she said that that is that is a lie being told to the world. And it's not true. And if Putin wanted to do it, he could have done it several years ago when he was in Ukraine. So it's not true. Right. I
1: Go ahead, because I, I, I have I heard a similar thing today.
0: Yeah. And so because of this very carefully curated news cycle mm-hmm. and information and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, cycle that that happens in Russia, people are unaware of the what, truth of
1: what's happening. about
0: what's actually happening yeah. in the world.
1: I was told now, I, again, I, I'm not a, I I don't claim this as truth, but I was told um, in a conversation with my husband, and he's part of a group of guys that talk all the time and pretty well-informed people, right. I would say, and that a lot of the Russian population, if, if they're older, they don't have access to computers and Internet. And so then it keeps them isolated from what you just said, from what's actually happening. And so there's not a sense of, of reality. Right. And then you've got the younger population who do have Internet access, who, who can see what's happening. And there's, you know, a large, large, large population of people over there. And who, they're trying to speak out. And they're, and they're to, getting arrested. They're and they're, to, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So... Um, Yeah. Getting our truth. How do we know it's the truth? How, you know, that's a really good question. I mean, that's kind of an internal question, really. It really
0: is. And when my kids were little, I told them the story that I found in a children's book about a dad who makes a pan of brownies. And again, I've, I might've even shared the story because these are things that have really stuck with me. And I would love for them to stick with you know, our, our listeners, really. But this dad made this pan of brownies, and they smelled good, and they looked good, and the kids were so excited for them to be done. He he kind of told them that he was making the brownies. The house smelled of brownies, you know, and they couldn't <laughs> wait for him to cut into these brownies. And then just before he served them, he said, oh, by the way, I put a tablespoon of dog poop in the brownie batter, and I hope you don't mind. <laughs> And the kids are like, what? You you did what? And he's (laughs) like, yeah. I mean, it's just a tablespoon, right? It doesn't change the taste. It doesn't change the consistency. It's even the same color. (laughs) How can you complain about a tablespoon of dog poop in the batter? Wow. (laughs) But his point was, and it. It feels like these children might remember this for the rest of their lives yeah, because right? it's a very dramatic uh, telling of the, the this point. But his point was, you know, even if your truth is sprinkled with just enough lie, to for you to get away with it, doesn't make it okay. Yeah, yeah, doesn't make it okay and wow. you know it just feels like so many of us out there are serving up beautiful ice cream sundays in a poop bowl you know in a in a clay bowl that's made of dried poop right because we're, we're we're yes so many of us are telling the truth as we you know hear it but it's mixed with so much uh, other stuff that's not true. It's yeah. it's mixed with political correctness or it's mixed with political anti correctness. or yeah, it's, yeah. You know, exactly. it's just,
1: it's, and it, and it just is exhausting. What, was, it's the, just what exhausting. was the movie where she made him a pie? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, help. the Help. The Help. And she made him a pie. I made you a chocolate pie. Yeah.
0: <laughs> chocolate cream pie. <laughs> yeah, she takes a big old bite of it.
1: Do I remember that?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and you know that's exactly that's exactly what we're doing what so many of us are doing when we are putting stuff out on social media mm-hmm. that is only a a portion of the truth. Right. You know, or is only a curated truth. I think
1: the thing where it gets gets tricky is yeah. kind of like we just said, you know, about the the population in Russia where you know, they really believe that that's, you know, the truth. And so where comes the point in in a human being's, I'll say, existence where they go, huh, I I better make sure that this is all true. Like, you know what I mean? Right, I mean, right. some light bulb has to go on in every one of us to have kind of an open minded approach to what we're doing and believing and hearing and reading and you know and 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 the idea that well maybe I better fact check that or you know i mean where comes that awareness of kind of being awake right I, I don't I don't know the answer to that. I mean, I know that... I think it's different for everyone. I mean, yeah. because
0: we're all, you know, we're all wired, made up. Di- wired up differently. Mm-hmm. And we all have different... Our brains are just made a little bit differently. We have and a different bent. We have a different bent. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so I think for all of us, it's a little bit different as to what exactly that... Where that trigger is, mm-hmm. you know. But it's important to find it. You know... Um, We were talking about, uh, the other day I was listening to a conversation. Um, I was a part of a conversation, tangentially a part of a conversation about um, the vaccine rollout and how they are so um, uninterested in getting the vaccine because it was, quote, unquote, too fast. Right. You know? Right. And so how could anything, and look back at the other vaccines that take years and years and years to Mm -hmm. perfect. Well... Here is the the argument for the other side. Um, The vaccine technology has been built on thousands of years of scientific technology. We've been... We've been literally building on science for since the beginning of time. Exactly. And the vaccines go back, even vaccine mandates go back as far as George Washington, who mandated mm-hmm. vaccines for his soldiers. So the vaccine technology is not brand new. It's been building and building and building. Yeah. And so you can argue that it's too fast, that it was rolled out too fast. And yet, in your pocket, you carry a mini computer... That literally did not exist 10 years ago. Right. You know, and 20 years ago, we never would have thought for a second, Absol- for a millisecond, that we would have in our pockets a mini computer. Right. Let alone in 1984, 5, I worked for a company that had computers. Of course, it was 1985. We had computers. Yeah. But we also had an entire office space, an entire room dedicated, dedicated to, to the, the brain yeah, of, of the, the computer. Servers. Yeah. The servers. Yeah. And it the air conditioner was turned down, you know, to yeah. sixty degrees because it had to stay cool. Yeah. So the computer wouldn't overheat. Right. And I thought it was the coolest thing that my friend and your friend Lee okay. who was <coughs> You know, I worked in the video production side of this business. She worked in the audio okay, production okay. side of this business. So you can totally picture where this was uh-huh. in the strip mall that we were all working in. And we were able to play solitaire or we were able to play, what was that ping pong? Pong. Pong. We were able to play pong with one another, even though our computers were 500 yards apart. Yeah. <laughs> and that was so beautiful. I mean, Amazing. talk about mind-blowing. <laughs> yeah. Right? And that was 1985. Yeah. We were adults at that point. We were adults with our minds blown. Right. About, uh, because of technology. Because of technology. Mm-hmm. And now, because it took years, hundreds of years for that computer technology to be built, now it just takes a nanosecond right. for a new piece of computer technology to come out. Well, and think about it
1: now. I can call someone in in England right now. Right now. And it won't cost you anything. I mean, what the hell,
0: man? It, you know, yeah. it's... it's. It doesn't have to... You don't have to pay long-distance fees. No. I remember in 2005 um, being in Utah and wanting to call one of my sons on a cell phone, but
1: being very concerned about those roaming fees. Yeah, yeah. You I, know? I, I know, I know. I was watching a I think it was Louis CK before he kind of got um ousted I'll say. <laughs> yeah. you know, he got he got I canceled. Know. He got canceled. He got canceled. But he was doing a little a little skit and he was talking about the phone and he was like, "It's a miracle in your hand. Why do you you know, you get so frustrated when the call drops and, and he's like, don't you understand? It's a miracle <laughs> that you can even call from this thing and it's not plugged in. And he just <laughs> went off on this thing. It was hilarious and so true. And <clears throat> so true. Well, and so back to the vaccines, it's like technology, hopefully it's going to be changing and growing and getting better and getting deeper and getting, you know, wider and Yes, that's what we want. That's, that's what, what we want from science and we technology. Want. And so
0: yes. just
1: to say that it, it you know, happened too fast. Oh, my God, it's been happening. And thank God it happened
0: so fast. Right, right. And I have, you know, here's the irony is that I have a a friend who's been honestly a friend for the majority of my life. I probably met him when I was. I mean, I, I probably met him when I was 24 or something, but my husband has known him since he was, they were teenagers, okay. right? And so, and he is Johnny on the spot when it comes to new technology. I mean, he was the first person I ever knew who had a mobile phone, and he carried it in a briefcase, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. and plugged it into the lighter uh-huh. in his car, wow. you know. It was a big-ass thing, and the phone was as big as his it head. It like a brick. And it yeah. was a total <laughs> brick, <laughs> you know. And um, and he so, he you know, the the cord was attached to the briefcase and the briefcase was basically a big old battery that you then had to plug into the lighter of your car in order to keep it to have power. So and you couldn't talk just to anyone or anywhere because this, you know, you, the, you had to pull out that antenna yeah. that was six feet long. And <laughs> so as you're driving down the road, you literally have to put the brake out the window for the antenna to go all the way out the window. <laughs> and so this friend of ours who is involved in audio technology and all that kind of stuff has always been Johnny on the spot when it comes to new technology. And if you go to his house, he's got like six remotes, you know, because they operate, you know, you've got to operate this stereo system. You've got to do right. that. And that's all awesome because if you have a question about it, you can call this person and he will tell uh, you yeah. how to make yeah. it work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But the vaccine has been... I know. You know, a source uh, has been too fast and science is blah, blah blah negative 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 negative. Yeah, I know. And it's just I find it ironic. I do too.
1: You mm-hmm. know, I find it ironic. Mm-hmm. It is ironic because we we celebrate the technologies in other industries and yeah. in other areas of growth and stuff and on this planet. But that one I I don't, I don't get it. Right. I just, I don't. There's a lot of things I don't get, Liz. Right.
0: (laughs) But every time I cook, you know, I have a lot of, I have a lot. I love to cook. I love to bake. Um, Last night I made air fried chicken and German spätzle.
1: I know. And I uh, spätzle. What is a (laughs) spätzle? It's It's like saying what is a gluten. Mm-hmm.
0: Spätzl is a slightly fried pasta, and you know, and every and it was homemade, you know, and I made it from scratch with green onions You're and flour so and eggs, good. and it was so, so, so delicious. And um, you know, it's just it is it was really delicious, and that was the more decadent part of the meal because the air fried chicken was amazing, yeah. the broccoli was amazing, and then I make this homemade spitzel, because I just I wanted to experiment with it. My husband's German; he loves. Well, I mean, he's American, but he has German ancestry, and he really does love German food. So I made this for him. But I own so many, um, I call them kitchen trinkets, you know, in my house. Mm -hmm. And I have drawers full of little tools. I would never make it in New York City because (laughs) the drawers in the kitchens are way too small. Yeah, yeah. Because I have single-use products in my kitchen that are good for one thing. Right, right, right. But, oh, my gosh, they make life so much easier when I'm in the kitchen. Little gadgety things. Little gadgety things that just make life so much simpler. A potato ricer to make mashed potatoes? Please, no more sticky mashed potatoes. I don't even know what that is. A people. potato, a potato ricer. ricer, and you just you just put the potatoes through this ricer and you squeeze it down, and this little fine like the, the mashed potatoes starts to look like rice. It oh. just comes is it like up. a
1: how when you do a, a rice cauliflower? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. And it just and then all you have to do is add a little bit of butter and a little bit of milk and stir it. You don't need to take out your little hand mixer. But do you, you do know? it before it's cooked? It, no, after. After it's after. cooked. So you take the potato. You take, and boil it. Boil it. And then put it in this thing. and it in and it comes mixer, out and then, and then it, it comes out. And then all you have to do is add a little bit of butter and but milk. then you have
1: to wash this whole thing. You have to wash the ricer.
0: <laughs> well, if you make mashed potatoes the old-fashioned way, you have a potato masher. Know, and or you have you to wash the pot. You have a mixer. You have a whatever. I know. Um, But it's just, it, it and it. not only is it easy... But it makes for a far more delicious product. Right. You know, right. having the potato ricer makes my life easy hmm. and makes the the mashed potatoes is it a e- thousand times better. It, we eat mashed potatoes about once a year, let me be clear. Is it is it an electric thing? You no, plug it in? No, it's just, no, it's a hand thing. You just, it's like a... Like, imagine Play-Doh. Remember where you yeah, put the yeah, Play-Doh um, in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you would, like, push it down, and it would make spaghetti. Yes. That's exactly what it is.
1: Okay, okay.
0: But it's Very stainless interesting. steel,
1: and Very it's a interesting. potato ricer. Gosh, I, I'm so uh, uninformed when it comes to kitchen gadgets. <laughs> but I have, a
0: lot of, I have a lot of space in my kitchen where I have yeah. to keep these gadgets, but, you know, every once in a while, my husband's like, so do you really need? Yes. I do. I do. I need all of this. Mm-hmm. In fact, if we could empty out your office and make it my kitchen storage space, that would even be better. That would be nice.
1: That would be very nice.
0: But I already have a she shed for my sewing stuff. And,
1: you Just know. get another smaller little she shed. You're
0: yeah. only allowed two, and we already have two. Okay, okay. One has tools.
1: Well, dedicate a shelf, (laughs) you know, or have a little cupboard built. But my point is,
0: is that technology, technology, getting things, getting things better, making things easier. And, you know, when Mm -hmm. I was a little girl, and I'm sure that you probably have these same memories, going to Disneyland and seeing the kitchen of the future, Mm -hmm. you know, I do remember that. And today... We, you know, are living in the kitchen of the future, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and the air fryer and yep. the microwave yep. and all those things that make our life easier. These are things to celebrate, yeah, yeah, not to shame, right, and shun. And when we have new scientific technology, oh my gosh, can we celebrate the God
1: who gave us the brains to learn this stuff? Right. Well, and 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 why is there such Dissension about science and what makes up science. You know, we don't we don't trust the scientists anymore. Right. I don't understand that. The the people who are in the labs, who are spending their lives researching and developing, and who who have the brains to understand chemistry and physics and all of the things required, and yet we. You know, somehow we don't we don't
0: trust that. Because it keeps changing, quote unquote. It keeps changing. And how can you trust something that keeps changing? Well, that's what science is. That's what progress is. That's what progress, progress is. Progress is change. Is change. And we don't still talk on those bricks with the antennas that we have to stick out the window. What if we stop there with a cell phone? Right. What if we stop there? Right. First of all, our... You know, our our anti our our disinformation that goes around would probably
1: be less, Be less. Be less. <laughs> it would be less. And in so many ways, our world might be a better place well, if I'm, we had just I've stopped at that point. I I know people who refuse to have cell phones because of that. They just they don't want any part of it. Yeah, you know they don't want to be bothered. They don't want the phone to ring. Re- you know, it's just it's too much. There's a part of me that gets that. Of course, you know. Of course, there really is a part of me that gets that. Yeah, it's a little. It's it's a little annoying because this person that I'm speaking of, thinking of, he's older and he needs a cell phone in case something were to happen. Right, right. Well, he doesn't need it, but right. what do we used to do if someone, you know, fell down and. Then they just fall down. They don't have a cell phone or a way to call.
0: And, you know, I think of my dad. My dad didn't have a cell phone. I mean, he did, I think, when his wife was living. And then she passed away about five years before he did. But um, he, he was not... He was really adverse to all that technology stuff. He, he didn't open up his computer once his wife passed away. He never opened up his computer again. He The only technology that he ever used really was um, his ATM card. Okay. You know, he didn't even... I mean, his, his vo- voicemail box on his phone was full, you know, because right. he, he just had no use for that. If he's not home when the phone rings, then he misses a call, right. you know, that right. kind of a thing. And so, but, you know, my brother purchased for him um, one of those necklaces that you, you know, if there's a problem, uh, you know, help, yeah, i fall fallen and I can't get can't it. Up. Get up. And he was given one of those. And, you know, when he passed away, he fell outside and that little device was inside and my brother found him yeah. deceased outside. So even that little bit of technology that might have gotten him the help he needed right then. He didn't. He wasn't using it. He wasn't using it. And technology is not good if you don't use it. Right. Science is not good if you don't use it. Right. If you don't believe it. If you it. ignore
1: it. If you ignore it. I mean, at a point, you got to trust. You got to trust. But, you know, I mean, in... A long time ago, when we first started this podcast, when we were, you know, kind of in the beginnings of all this, I think I spoke on one of our episodes about how terrified I was to get the shot. And it wasn't because I didn't trust the shot. Right. It's because my whole life I've had health anxieties and I've had fear about getting flu shots and getting any kind of anything. Right. I, you know, it's it's always been. It has not just this vaccine. Right. It's getting a flu shot. I, people yell at me for years because I didn't want to go get a flu shot because I didn't want to get the flu. Yeah. I don't want it to make me sick, you know. And, and you know, but did I do it? Yeah, I did. Because at a point through my fear i got to trust something right and this global pandemic it needs to end it needs to be done and yeah. thank goodness we're seeing we're seeing things looking a little bit better on yeah. that front and I know how exhausted we all are, but
0: like a couple of days ago, there were no new cases in our county. And now in the last 24 hours, there are now 360 new cases in the last 24 hours. I don't know if there's a lag between, you know, the times when they they put this information out or if it's truly that we've had 360 new cases in the yeah, last yeah. 24 hours. I don't know because it was a weekend, so I don't know if... You know, because I looked at it on Sunday, and there were zero new cases in 24 hours, and now there's 360 yeah. new cases in well, 24 hours. So that's discouraging. And you know, but those are. This is what I, I think that to 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 your point, we can't stop. You know, we can't just throw up the throw in the towel mm-hmm. to we to keep... the to the science and the technology. Yeah. We have to keep. You know, taking care of one another, and we have to keep taking care of ourselves, and we have to continue yeah. to be diligent and to understand good technology, bad technology, good science, bad science.
1: We, we, we here at our school have um, been requiring that you know people wear a mask while they're in here because right. we've got some health-compromised instructors, and we're also a school full of kids mm-hmm. that may or may not have been able to have the vaccine because of their age, etc. And, you know, by and large, most people are pretty respectful and, you know, they're in here for about a half hour and even if they don't want to wear the mask, just out of respect, they'll wear it while they're in here. It's 30 minutes out of their life that they have to wear a mask. And, you know, and we have. We've had issue with one particular parent. Very, very disrespectful. Disrespectful attitude with this one particular parent and that's that's it's been hard on our staff it's caused anxiety knowing this person was going to be coming in anticipating this person coming in what's it going to be like today or is there going to be a confrontation i've had to confront the person you know and yet they're still coming for bringing their child for lessons yes and the child wears a mask that's what's interesting is
0: that sometimes people just want it's, it's to just, fight. It's just bizarre. They just want to. I mean, you know? why?
1: Why not stop coming? Yeah, and I, you know, and I don't want them to stop coming. Of course because not. Because I want the little girl to get her lessons. Of course. You know, of course. and and so, right? So, now that mandate, I believe the state of California, is yeah. going to stop the mandate. I think in three days, on the 11th. Something like that. Yeah, and midnight so, on the 11th. So we'll change our policy here. We're going to strongly suggest that you wear a mask while you're in here. Right. You know, but in my confrontation with this particular parent, it, it, the argument was brought up that the masks don't do anything. And don't I know that the masks don't do anything? And I said, you know, I understand that there is differing opinions about the effectiveness of wearing a mask or not we're you know doing the i guess john calls it the lowest common denominator and we want to continue wearing the mask just Mm -hmm. to be safe we've got and i tell you it's 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 an interesting it's just an interesting world we live in. And it's, science
0: it's, science will tell us that, you know, one mask, yes, doesn't make a difference if one person is wearing a mask. Chances are it's it's not as effective. But if everybody wears a mask, then all of a sudden the effectiveness goes up, you know, tenfold. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, so nothing is good unless we're all kind of doing it. And, and you know, that goes for masks. That goes for honesty. That goes for... Um, respect. I mean, we can't live in a civilized society unless we all make a decision to be civilized. That's
1: right. That's right. And as we see every day, you know, not everybody feels that way. And, you know, not everybody is woke. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's, That seems to be the new kind of Word, are you woke? Or well, woke? yeah, but woke is
0: such a negative thing. As opposed to, it should be, it should be a positive thing to say. Oh my gosh, my eyes! Because even you know, the scripture talks about, um, you know, the scales coming off of your eyes yeah. and being free from blindness. Yeah, and. You know, it, that's what it means to be woke. When you look at Scripture, being woke means to have your scales removed from your eyes and having your eyes open to truth. Right. That's what it means to be woke. Right. And how cool would it be if we would all seek that? Right. You know, just that opportunity to be to be woke, to be yeah. a- awake.
1: I know. I know. I, know?
0: Don't,
1: I don't know how we get there. I, I, well, I guess the way we get there is slowly and patiently. And being an example and, you know, treating people the way we would want to be treated, I guess, really is all one person can do. It's all one person can do. You know, you can yell and scream and all that, but I don't know that it gets us anywhere. (laughs) Yeah. So... And yet sometimes yelling and screaming seems to be the only thing that you can do. I know. You know, we just,
0: uh, my son got some hard news, you know, a couple of weeks ago because we've been dealing with this car that was broken down for... You know, and we took it. It's been a it it long was at time. least promised it, it was promised that it would be two weeks, and then it was and then, you know, it was three, and then it anyway, it ended up being more than seven, seven and a half, only to have it die the very next day. And he's back on the road now. But when when he got, you know, his when it was six weeks in and the promise was made, oh no, it'll be done this weekend. I absolutely promise you it will be done this weekend. And then it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And we were on our, I was on my way with him yeah. to the city, Ugh. you know, 200 miles away to retrieve the car. We had to turn around and come back. And he threw his phone and he just was, and he screamed at the top of his lungs. He just, and here we are in, in my car and he's screaming, That's you frustration. Know? And it lasted mm-hmm. 10 mm-hmm. seconds, four seconds. Right. You know, but at that moment, there was just nothing else to do. Right. And then he said, "Okay, well, that felt good. Right now, what? Yeah, let's just now. Now we move forward. Yeah, because we can't fix that. We can't change it. So now we move forward. But he needed that four seconds right. to just throw his phone and scream. Yeah, <laughs> and sometimes can I kick my TV and scream? Yeah, and can sometimes <laughs> that's what we need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's better than you know taking it out on." Somebody that we love or yeah. even a stranger that we don't care about. You know, we can't just go around. So there's
1: this, it makes me think of, right around the corner here, um, there's a little business. I think it's called The Rage Room. Oh. And I didn't know this, but the young man who helps us do our newsletter, we do a, um, we feature a business um, around here in, in our neighborhood. Um, we try to feature a local business. Uh, besides us, you know, share the love. What a good idea. So there's this place. Um, and I always wonder, what what is that place? There's always weird stuff outside the door. It looks, well, and I've seen the sign. It, I. It looks uh, like a, a thrift store or a junk store or something. Yeah. So it's the rage room. Okay. So you go into the rage room. I don't know what it costs. Okay. And you can scream and yell and break, break a bunch of shit. And then... Afterwards, you can make you make a piece of art out of the things that you broke. Why did I think the Rage Room was like a tattoo
0: parlor or something? I totally need to go to this facility.
1: It's, a, <gasps> it's the Rage Room. That's awesome. And, and so you bust up whatever you bust up, and then they give you an opportunity to create a piece of art. Isn't that interesting? Oh, that's beautiful. I know. That is beautiful. I always wondered. What the what? So I want to go meet the lady or man or whoever it is who 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 is in charge of this. That's beautiful. I just think it's really creative. Yeah, and a great way to get your anger out and and then almost celebrate it and make the anger into something beautiful. And I don't know. Well, and I love.
0: I love the idea of creating art out of stuff that's broken because I think that so many of us humans, that's what we're trying to strive to do. And certainly here in this podcast is we're trying Mm -hmm. to strive to make you see people differently and say, just because they've got skeletons in their closet, just because they've made some really bad choices, as have all of us, we are worthy
1: of of being looked at differently. Well, it makes me think of the, the, I don't, I think it's a scripture, but. I, I think in a lot of different religious practices, there's this idea that we're all a vessel, but the only way that the light gets out is through the cracks. Through the cracks. You know, so you got to have some cracks for your light to shine. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just in this, you're holed up and there's no, you know, and we, we, we need those experiences of being broken mm-hmm. to, to grow and to become, I'll say a complete human, yeah, you know, and to be able to make changes in the world, and be able to understand our own flaws and other people's and have compassion and tolerance and all of that stuff. That, well, it's like a kaleidoscope. The mm-hmm. only the only way that a kaleidoscope, you know, the more
0: broken pieces are in the kaleidoscope. Mm-hmm. That's right, the more beautiful the patterns. Oh. once light is introduced. That's right. And so that is the other reason that we need to get out of our little, you know, Facebook rooms, yeah. our, our, our social media bubbles, mm-hmm. our religious bubbles, our social media, our our news station where we're getting our news. Yeah. All of these bubbles need to be popped because... The truth of the matter is, is that they are dark places. Because they are so closed in, Mm -hmm. there's not a lot of light from these other sources coming in. And no matter how woke you think you are inside of this space, you're not. Because you're in a closed space. Yeah. And we need to allow more light to come in so that these broken pieces Mm -hmm. can be revealed and the beauty in this brokenness can be revealed. And that requires all of us to literally take a sledgehammer and smash open the the little
1: closed rooms that we've locked ourselves in. Yeah, I, I would agree with you there, Liz. I mean, I think one thing people can do as a starting point is, you know, if... If you're only watching one news source, take a minute to watch another one yeah. just to see. You don't have to be afraid of it. Right. You know, just see. I know a lot of people who spend time trying to take in all of the news sources so that they I have do. a better, better I understanding. I am not sure it's healthy, but well, I do. Well, but I have a, a friend who, she's a therapist. Yeah. And she deals with clients of all religions, all political affiliations, all backgrounds and such. And in order for her to have a, you know, a good understanding and even empathy and empathy, she she tries to open up her mind to see where people are at, yeah. you know, and I just think that that is so cool yeah. because it gives her a place of being able to enter in with another person right. and have a real connection and a real chance for her to help that person. Right. You know, it has nothing to do with trying to change anybody or whatever. It's about understanding. Yeah. And so, you know, I remember being a young person and, being at like a, a campus Bible meeting thing and talking to some young man who we were talking about the courses we were taking and and I had said that I was taking a philosophy course and he said oh I'll, I'll I can never take a philosophy course and I said why not he said because it might you know influence my my beliefs hmm. my my Christian beliefs yeah and I and I thought you know wow if you're secure in your faith and in your beliefs, why would that be a threat? Right. You know, so there's a lot of, there's fear in, in opening up your mind to some different ideas. And maybe it is a little bit scary, but honestly, it's, 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 Beautiful because you you then can grow some your empathy muscle and your tolerance muscle and your understanding muscle. And maybe you can again be getting your information not from the what kind of bowl did you say?
0: Yeah, poop bowl. poop bowl. The poop bowl. The poop
1: bowl. The poop bowl. Yeah, it can be beautiful. It can look
0: like beautiful clay. You can even paint it and color it up and mm-hmm. make it look gorgeous. You can put it in a a dryer and you know like you do ceramics and a kiln and make it look just like clay. Yeah. But in the end, it's still made out of poop. <laughs> <laughs> and no matter how much you serve no matter how you serve me no matter how beautiful the ice cream sundae is i'm probably not interested in eating out of your poop bowl but all of us need to just um, all of us just need to look at the vessel our vessel you know the vessel that we are you know are we a poop bowl or are we you know Oh, beautiful pieces of masterpiece. That's that, hilarious.
1: Yeah, yeah, I guess the title of this podcast is going to be Poop Bowl. Poop Bowl.
0: <laughs> Ice cream and poop bowls, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Well, with that, <laughs> with that, you know what? Let us reach out to us at we dance skeletons at gmail.com or um, you know, you're welcome to you're welcome to throw some money our way. We just, I just paid four thousand dollars for a car that. I don't know about. Um, and Debbie has a new studio. There's mm-hmm. there's
1: definitely things that um, we would that you know. That we would I just paid $2,000 for some signage, and it's already starting to peel off. Oh, see, that stinks. So, uh-huh. uh, so, so you, you know, <laughs> just as we're trying
0: to make the world a better place, if you want to help us out, you're more than welcome. Of course, you're more than welcome not to. We just love you, and we're glad that you're here, yep. and we respect you. And I don't care where you stand on the political, you know, thing. What we want is we just want to be open to you. And we want you to be open to us mm-hmm. um, that's
1: because right. that's how we want to the world. We are all humans.
0: We are all, all humans. In the human
1: race. All
0: humans. We all have to put deodorant on and that's our pants right. on
1: one leg at a time, that's and right. we all have
0: to go to the dentist. So mm-hmm. you know,
1: yeah. <laughs> we're all together, people. See you all later. Right. Bye. See you next Bye. week. Bye.